TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. This is Inside the Champion's Mind featuring Dr. Lawrence Tam and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to Inside the Champion's Mind, a show dedicated to helping you overcome mediocrity in the pursuit of being world-class in anything that you do. I am Lawrence Tam, co-founder of The Wellness Couch, and my champion mindset co-host, Marcus Pierce. LT, my man. How are you, pal? Always well, MP. Always well. How are you? Yeah, I'm great, but I do have a confession to make. Ooh, confession time. Well, it's near the end of of March, and um, we're 12 weeks into the year, and I have just realized that... And I, I think it's been the last week or so. It's been nagging at me, but I haven't really been able to put it into words or been able to put my finger on it. But I've I realized that I've become, uh, I've been planning uh, my days quite urgently, and uh, everything has become quite day to day over the last couple of weeks. As you might know, I'm sure you know, we're moving to Byron shortly, so that could have something to do with it. But really, there's no excuses. It, um, there's everyone's got stuff going on. Um, but everything's been a little bit urgent lately and I haven't been putting much time into the the important and non-urgent stuff like taking the bigger view or the longer view. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just thought that it would be a great opportunity being the end of the first quarter of the calendar year or the third quarter in the financial year if you're that way inclined that um, we could have a look back on the first 12 weeks as a reset um, just to reset, uh, look back on what on what's occurred over the last twelve weeks in our lives, um, and then reset for the next twelve weeks and beyond. Because uh, again, I'm sure if I'm the one feeling this, then I'm not the only one. But um, everything has been somewhat short. Uh, I've done, I've been doing a lot of short term thinking lately, and not a lot of long term thinking. Um, but I really want to get back into it because I'm beginning to feel the consequences of it. Hey, so this I is very. We could go down that path. I think it's very common. Like you know, so what you're experiencing at the moment is is exactly what all of us feel, and I think it's important for people to know that even us doing a podcast, you know, we're not immune to this stuff. Uh, we are all so. Our therapy, isn't it, LT? It is. It's uh, you get to hear us talking uh, about us, but then we actually get a lot of benefit of of it out of, of ourselves as well by talking through these concepts. But I think this is at the right time of the year. You know, one of the things that happens in January is that you know we have all this ambition, we all have this goal, and we set off and go, "This is what we want to do." And then January hits, and then all of a sudden, you know, February comes around, and you realize, "Going, whoa, what the hell happened?" You know what I mean? And and that's usually what what creates this. Um, when we forget about our goals, we have to fight fires. And when we fight fires, all of a sudden March is already upon us. And so you start to really start to think, I'm like, oh my god, like a quarter has gone through, and we it doesn't feel like we actually accomplished anything. Yeah. So I think what's here important here for 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 all our listeners is that to to be able to go, you know what? At least Marcus, what you have done is that you at least caught yourself, you know, three months in, and go, wait a second. Wait a second. Let's put a, put a halt on this on this thing. The day to day fighting fires all the time, and go. How can we do this differently? How can we change that the next nine months don't become the same as the last three months? Yeah. All right. And because most people, I can guarantee you, most people, ninety five percent of the people in the world would have gone on, not even realizing it until December. Well, most people don't realize it until they're in, you know, they never realize it, do they? Most yeah. people never really realize it. It's just a, it's something that never comes into their life. And, and as you know, most people just ask themselves first thing when they wake up in the days, what do I need to do today? And they don't take that, that step back when they go, well, hold on, what do I really want out mm. of the day? 
Exactly. So what we want to do here is we want to try to challenge ourselves to kind of change it up a little bit and go, all right, well, let's take a quarter. Uh, it's like a quarterly analysis. I just went to my account today. Um, we just did a sort of a quarterly analysis of what's been happening over the last uh, quarter and a bit. And um, in, in, this is like a reflection on, on, on that. But it, this is in terms of your life, not necessarily in money, but in terms of your life of analysis and go, okay, what has what has happened? What has worked in the past in the last quarter? And how do we want our next quarter to be a bit different? So uh, we got a couple, key, a couple of strategies here we got about um sort of i guess uh five areas actually probably six areas that i, I like to call the six gear um principle um but basically it's, it's just going from one gear to the other so let's start off with number one okay Hold so on. i'm going because you're so bloody modest lt i'm going to tell people what, what this is this is the system that you use in your drive your practice uh business for your coaching clients and this is what you do with them on a 12 weekly basis and you've never done this with me before i don't know why you've never shared it with me before lt <laughs> but um but i just want to give that a pump up because I, I said to you at the very beginning before we went on air that you know this is something that's just struck me over the last week and you're like bang all right let me get my framework together and let's go through it so you've already helped me and i think it's important that people out there particularly those health professionals out there that might be thinking well are they feeling like this in practice on a regular basis? This is the kind of stuff that you do with your clients. So there you go, Mr. Modest. Over to you. <laughs> so let's give it where credit where credit's due. It's it's uh, this framework was uh, started by a good friend of mine, uh, Taki Moore, um, and I've sort of modified the framework just slightly to to you know to suit my needs. Um, and uh, yes, it is used for my high end coaching clients, and that's why no one's ever heard of it. Is because um, basically I reserve it to my private clients. But I'm willing to share it because I think it's important the topic that we're discussing. Um, and I think you can use this um, whenever you need to, and I think it's uh, it's it's valuable enough that uh, people need to know about it and be able to reflect upon it. So let's talk about uh, there's six six stages. So if you want to take a piece of paper, um, you can actually divide. I'll probably you probably need at least two pieces of paper here, and we're just going to do a short term term version of this. I mean, I've done like you know, there's a whole video series that I do this, and then probably usually take about two hours. So, but obviously we don't have two hours in this podcast. We're just going to go through step by step, and uh, and let's reflect now upon it. We're going to put ourselves on double speed. Double speed. <laughs> so what you need to do is you take uh, two pieces of paper and uh, each page you want to divide that into three so you have at least three sections um, for each piece uh, for for each page so let's start with section one so the number one is basically what we call pride and pride is really looking back is is more of you know what are some of the wins um, that you're proud of right that's question number one. What are your wins in the last 12 weeks that you are actually proud of? And I think it's important to reflect on your wins, don't you think? Because oh, it's, totally. if you don't look at your wins to start off with, you, you, set, you, you set your mind to looking for flaws. And that's where most of our minds go. And I, my, my suggestion is look for wins first because that's what's going to set your brain and set your target and sort of your feelings as well in your men, uh, mental state to be focused towards the positive. Um, yes. And that's what you could you because the whole goal of this is to kind of give you step-by-step formula to actually get to a, a place where it can drive you forward uh, for the next 12 weeks or more. Yeah, so most people are already used to like they find it hard and this does take patience. You kind of want to go straight to the end of the movie. You want to start saying all the bad stuff first, but you have to start off on the pride because a lot of people are determined to say that nothing good has happened in the last 12 weeks. It's been a horrible three months. Nothing has gone right. Mm. And there are all these absolute statements where you just feel like it's been tough. There's nothing to actually uh, give you the opportunity to go, no, I've actually had some good wins. So doing this exercise first, like making this the first gear being pride, like forces you to actually sit back and go, well, hold on a minute. What has been the good stuff? 
like because everyone's had the good stuff. It's just sometimes we don't want to look at that side of the coin. Mm, exactly. I think you know. So here you at least want to list out at least three, like three top wins that you've had in the last in the last quarter. And but here's the most important question. I learned this from Lee Brower, um, which I you know just came back from strategic coach in, in in the states. And and the thing is that we always start every session of what he calls go big, and go big means B I G, which is begin in gratitude. So he always starts every session with going beginning gratitude is that we write down all the things that we're grateful for. But what I really love about that concept, and I may have mentioned this in this podcast, is that it's not just writing your wins, but asking the second question. Okay, and this the second question is so powerful. And so the second question is is asking why, why was the wins so powerful to you? Like why is it why is it meaning why was what was so meaningful about that win that it made into your top three mm. and why that's so you know the question why the, let me say this in this in, the, in a way the reason why the question why is important <laughs> okay i have to slow that down a bit the reason why that's so important is because when you ask that second question why it actually forces you to another level because it's not just like oh you know i had a um, I had a great pay week or I, I you know, I signed up ex clients or, Went on a holiday uh, yeah. or like that's, that's simple. Right. But why, why was, why was going on the holiday so important for you? So in December, you know, um, my family and I took my family for two weeks. I had to be there for strategic coach in LA. I took my family with me and we just traveled for two weeks. And why was that so important? It was like, because I actually got family time. Like it was amazing family time. I already get a lot of family time, but that was two weeks uninterrupted family time with traveling and they got so much value in themselves and seeing different places and they they were just so happy exploring different spots of 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 california up and down the coast and so that why made it like more impactful in my memory to remember that event right it's easy to say i had a great trip yeah but why was it such a good trip and you start your brain has to dig deeper now to figure out exactly the reason why you said that because there's deeper meaning to it. And the reason why you ask that question is because when you find the deeper meanings, all of a sudden, then you can learn from it. It, it becomes like, maybe I'm going to need to do more of that. Right? So right away, like I, I, I reflected upon that, that trip and I went, you know what? I'm going to need to do that. And that's why we're going two weeks in New Zealand in, in, in a couple of weeks. Because I want to re-experience it in a different place. But I want the kids to experience that again. Uh, nice, LT. Yeah. It, it gives you clues. Your wins give you clues as to what your life is all about. And if you it's a positive feedback loop, you've gone and done copy-paste. Then you're going to do that in, in New Zealand. That's right. Because what, what happens yeah. is that we just if we just focus on the wins and that was it, that would just be, okay, oh, great. But you would have forgotten about it. But if you, you know, by asking that question, why you just like you really reflect upon it, you go deeper and you dive deeper into it, and you really create some massive wins for yourself for the future. Because then you set it up, okay, well, if that was such a win, why can't we do it again, mm. right? And so that's that's what we've done. So that's why I suggest you ask two questions in the pride. Is basically what were your top three wins and why were they so important to you? Okay, so that's uh, stage one, I guess you can call that. All right. Can I just say that if people are feeling any overwhelm or they're like, oh, geez, I really just don't know where to start, break your life up. Like, think of what wins have you had in your family and just start there. Or then think what wins have you had physically and then just answer that one. What, have you, what wins have you had financially? 
or spiritually or, you know, in your work or just mentally. If you read a book, I mean, that's a win in itself or did you learn a new program? Mm. So if you find, oh, shivers, there's so many to think about, hard to just put one or two together, just go break your life up into different sections to make it easier to focus on. That's right. That's right. I think that's a, that's a great thing, Marcus. Thanks for that. And um, when you put in categories, it, it's so much more helpful to be able to find those wins because oftentimes when we're just thinking about a whole everything in our life, we're just going, oh, where? I don't know. There's so many things. Even but, if it's just like I caught up with friends that I haven't seen for a long time, I mean, that's a win. Yeah, exactly. Right? It's a total win. Yeah. Cool. All right, so let's go into next stage two. So, that, so this is the second column, second um, um, role, I guess, in, in your first page is what we call growth. Okay, so this growth is this, the second part of it. And growth is basically, you know, now that you reflect upon all your wins, now guaranteed, if you were um, any person who've actually been striving for success, and, you know, most people listening to this podcast will, um, are, are that type of person, then you would have had some challenges. Guaranteed. Right? If you didn't have any challenges, then you weren't pushing yourself hard enough. Um, that's that's my uh, anticipation of your quarter. So, like, um, so analysis of your quarter. So, growth is is about looking at challenges. All right. So, what were your challenges? Um, not like your obstacles, right? What are some of the challenges, obstacles that stood in your way in the last quarter? But here's the second part of the lessons. Always a two part question: Is what were the lessons of it? Like, what did you learn from it? and we've all had challenges right so you know like there's there's always going to be you know like for example in a business situation there's always going to be staffing issues or an unexpected obstacle that might have occurred um someone has a health challenge maybe it's in the family or friends or someone passing away you know something unexpected happened the weather changed and you know as a farmer the crops didn't get enough water whatever like there's always obstacles um, a lot of people find that they have massive um, career wins, but they're working so hard that they totally drop the ball on their exercise or their diet. So that became mm. a challenge. And they're like, oh, and then I became really sluggish and I found it hard getting up in the morning and I wasn't getting up early, but I was, you know, getting up early and I was just working and I wasn't giving to my body. So, you know, you can see some of the flip sides of maybe what some of your wins were. What mm. were the consequences of them as well? Exactly. Like for me, like I, it's been a really challenging uh, three months just because it's been so much on in terms of like a lot of changes happened in my life um, and, you know, career changes and, and stuff and, you know, adding another podcast and so on and so forth. But the thing is, is that with that is that, you know, one of the things that for um, challenges that came up for me was time with family, which is one of the most important thing for me. But because of everything that was going on, I got I spent less time with family, which I was really, really disappointed with. And so the lesson I learned was to make sure that I built that in next quarter and that when it's a free day with family, there is, you know, I'm not going to respond to emails. I'm not going to respond to text messages and stuff um, as I, as, as readily as I did this last quarter. You yeah. know, so when I went away in uh, the States just um, a couple of weeks ago, um, that's exactly what happened. Like people were sending emails. I'm like, you know what? Right, right now it's a week for me. It's a week for, for me to focus on my business and what I need to do. I'm not answering people's emails. So were people frustrated? Probably. But do I care? Not really. <laughs> so Because yeah. it was a week for me. Like it's, you know, it can wait. If it was an emergency, fine, I would answer that email. But unless it was an emergency, you would just have to wait until I get back. And uh, it was a very freeing not to be able to be on the beck and call of everybody else, but be on the I beck and call of myself. I mean, I know we're digressing here, but just giving yourself one day of disconnecting. Like I said to Sarah on the weekend, I said, babe, I haven't checked my emails today. And I'm not going to check them tonight, and I'm just going to go to bed and you know check them in the morning. And I was like, it's just a, it's just liberating, not actually worrying what other people's agendas are on a particular day. And the problem is, it's so easy to check emails these days. 
um, that just doing it, giving yourself the giving yourself the gift of not doing it is really powerful and very so easily quite liberating, isn't it? It is. Oh, by the way, could you should you make sure you answer that email that I sent you before you go to bed? No, just joking. No, just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. No, I think it's amazing. So, but you know, going back on topic, it's about challenges, right? Challenges is about you know maybe it's, maybe the challenges that you didn't have a, a absolutely you know uh, a day without having to check emails or be connected to the world somehow you know maybe the the lesson there is like you don't you need to do that at least once try it for once for 24 hours where you don't check any emails turn your phone off and be totally disconnected from the from the world and uh only being you know spend time with yourself or by your family try that and see how it goes and how's it feel and and is that going to be impactful for you okay so stage three uh stage three is basically what we call tension Okay, so this is this is important. Tension is basically also a part that we need to look at. Tension is all the things that that you said you were going to do that you didn't get completed. Yeah, see, okay? I had lots of these in the first twelve weeks. <laughs> you probably have a whole list, right? Uh, that's the thing that I find easy to to fill. Yeah, because I'm I'm the quintessential. I'm going to change the world in the next twelve weeks kind of guy. Yeah. And so the goals are often far too unachievable and it, it creates tension. And so that's a list that gives me the you-know-what. The, the, the incomplete list, honestly, I, and I, I'm very – I'm guilty of this. Right? I'm raising my hand saying that this, is, this list grows bigger and bigger for me as well. But I'm talking about incomplete stuff, unfinished business, and and it doesn't have to be a business perspective. It could be like not getting your car serviced, and that's me right now. Like my car really? should have been serviced like December, and yet <laughs> it has not been done because I haven't had time, right? But oh, man. having said that, like oh, it's one booked, of the MLT. It's booked in for Monday. Don't worry, it's booked in for Monday. But um, uh, if Damo hears that, there is no more Mister Perfect for you. Oh, see that, that I don't care so very, much about that stuff. That is very unmister perfect. Well done. Good on you for outing yourself on that LT. Well, it, it's true. There's so many things that you know, but those little things. It, it's like although it doesn't take a lot of mental energy, but every time you go in the car and it beeps at you, it's like it yeah. just yeah, just grates at you a little bit, right? Or it's like getting uh, you know, maybe uh, cleaning off your desk. Like when I got back from the US, I was like, man, this office is a freaking mess. And I just couldn't work another day until I cleaned up this mess. So I spent an yeah. hour just cleaning off the desk, right? So like things like that, all it's the incomplete stuff that you know you need to get done and get it out of the way. And sometimes it takes five minutes, but it's off your chest, off your mental. It, it takes away from mental bandwidth if you don't do it. So what I'm saying so is... So you're that saying it's not necessarily the big stuff, but it does make a difference in your life. It just brings the heart rate down a bit. Like the car service, it's peace of mind, the desk is clean, you can now create in a nice space. Um, it's not necessarily like incompleted goals, which is kind of where I would be putting uh, what, what I'd be filling that section of the sheet with. Yeah, I'm talking about like it's all the incomplete. Sure, you can make a business. Like, you know, if you have a running business, all the incomplete stuff that you, you need to get done that you just haven't got done. But you, yeah. the only reason why you didn't get it done is most likely because it wasn't important. Yeah, of course. It's right. Just found other things which are more, yeah. more important. So therefore, yeah. like, you know, maybe carve out a day you know, a whole 24-hour period or two days where you just do incompleted stuff. So it might be getting the car serviced and maybe it might be getting that computer fixed that you know has been sitting there for like six weeks. Uh, maybe it's about getting the software developed or maybe it's like... Oh, maybe it's just like updating the software on your phone. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> apps aren't working because they need higher operating systems. Actually, like two versions ago, 
right? <laughs> so <laughs> it's just like yeah. things like that that you know yeah. you could get off the things, yeah. You know? And we all have it. I guarantee you have a list. I have a list. Everybody listening on this call has a list, and it's about getting rid of that stuff. Okay, Man, we so, could do a whole podcast on unraveling the tension lists. Right, and this tension list, that's what it's called, right? Tension, because it creates so much tension within you. It's so much angst and so much mental bandwidth, not necessarily consciously, but it's draining your energy. And, mm. you know, when you can get to a place where that, that doesn't, it, it, you remove that tension and you actually have no tension whatsoever and you get to focus on the things that you do best, man, that's, a, that's what we all strive for, Okay. That's cool. All right. That's the first sheet of the paper done. I feel better already. Ah, see? Weight lifted off your shoulders. All right. So number four, uh, we move on to, to, to the fourth, um, fourth aspect is basically aspiration. So four stages, aspiration. Aspiration is, okay, well, listen, you've dealt with all the wins of the last quarter. You celebrated that. You dealt with some of the challenges, and, but you learned some lessons from it. Okay, and you know that you have certain thing, incomplete stuff that you need to get done now. All right, now we start to change, we turn the corner. Okay, this is where you start to look forward now. All right, so what are some of the aspirations that you want to get accomplished in the next 12 weeks? Right, what are some of those goals? You might be looking back at your, um, your overall 12 month plan, and are you on track? You know, if you're not on track, okay, what, how do you need to be the next three months need to be to get you back on track? It could okay. be what you said in pride. It could be looking at things that you won in the first 12 weeks that you really loved and you want to actually repeat that. Like your California trip, you go and repeat that in New Zealand. Like if there's something that you really kicked butt in, well, go and copy-paste it into the next 12 weeks. That's right. It's, it, for me, it's about trying to replicate um, what's working and improve it even more. And that's the, you know, that's the premise of any business, isn't it? Or any, anything that you do, you do it well, like, oh, someone likes it. And then you just repeat it, but make sure you do it better. And if mm. you do it better, that's even, you know, that would just take you. And that's how you get exponential growth within yourself. So aspiration is simple, is what do you want to achieve in the next 12 months? 12 weeks, sorry. What do you want to achieve the next 12 weeks? And again, and, if you're finding it difficult to answer, sorry to interrupt LT, yeah. break your life up, break it into family life, your physical and your health, your financials, your spirituals, your, your work or your vocation, your mental side. And you're socializing. So you can break it up so that it's a bit easier to, um, to I suppose, just understand. Mm, I think that's really, really important. When you put in the categories, it doesn't have to be top three, right? It could be like overall arching, family-wise, relationship, um, your business, and then, you know, maybe top three in each one of those. Okay? Yeah. It's okay. Like, it's whatever you want to write down, it's your 12 weeks. You want to try, try to reset your goals here. And then... You know, moving up to the next step, this is where we actually put some action to it, right? So this is what we call drive, right? So this is about driving yourself towards your goal. And so um, this is when you put it into different categories. It's very similar to aspirations, but it just takes it to another step. The, the next step is big, how do you want X to be different, right? How do yeah. you want X, whatever that is, to be different? What does it look like to you, okay? And so it's about taking that extra step and, and changing and transforming that. And so you can put it into your categories. How do you want your clarity to be different? How do you want your um, your website to be different? How do you want your you know relationship to be different? Whatever it is, okay? Yeah, sure. So it's really just kind of um, uh, diving deeper into your creative juices on what it is that you want to. You're just like brightening the picture, aren't you? Yeah. So I guess if you had to decide between aspiration and drive, what the difference is, I'd probably put aspiration as like you know what do you what do you want to aspire to? How do you want um, in, in terms of long term, I probably take that as a long term perspective. And where drive, I should have corrected this. Sorry, I, I'm going to apologize mid 
podcast here, but for aspiration, I think it's more about, you know, what do you, what do you want to achieve in, in sort of a year time, like your bigger aspiration goals and then drive is about getting a bit more specific on what you're going to, what do you want X to be different right now in the next 12 weeks? Awesome. Yeah. Yep. Just yep. to kind of make it, break yep. it up so that otherwise people are going to go like, oh, I don't understand the difference between the two. Um, yep. So that's how I would, uh, how I would change it up. So, you know, really drive is about really getting focused on those 12 weeks so that you know specifically what you need to drive towards. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and the question is, I think the best question here is, is, you know, how do you want, you know, blank to be different? And so, which means that you need to look at from, you know, when you achieve that. So you actually have a future pacing of yourself of when that actually happens, looking back, how would have, how would X be different then? You know, um, if you want, so let's your, use an example of like someone's physical health. Okay. So physical health, like if so, how would you X be want to be different? So it could be, you know, just say you want to lose weight. Well, your weight will be what? Okay, but not just stop. Don't just stop there. Just go, what does that feel like? Yeah. Yeah. And then what does it actually, what else does it give you in your life? So whether it's more energy to put more hours into your your work, if, if it's something, if you're finding that like cause a lot of people's health gets in the way of their work or their family. So it's like, well, hold on a minute. If I lose the weight or if I um, cut out that food or if I start exercising more, then I'm going to have more energy and enthusiasm to give to my kids or my spouse or my career or whatever it is that's important to you um at this point in time yeah that's right that's right exactly it's about it's about like you know what it feels like to you internally and then that's going to be externally expressed yeah and can i just put in here that it's just so important to be quite specific because we're talking shorter term 12 week goals and and one week goals and even and obviously daily daily you know action items they have to be very specific so even though it's tempting to say i just want to lose some weight or I want to get a bit fitter or, you know, I want to go and join the, you know, I want to go and, um, you know, start at the gym. Like you really, to, for your own sense of um, uh, worth and feelings of, of achievement and actually feeling like you're actually, um, you know, experiencing what you want to, you have to make these um, points specific. Otherwise, it's just going to, you never feel like you're going to arrive. And and part of it, and that makes that first step of pride really quite difficult to feel because you feel like you're always striving for something that you've never actually defined with a with a clear end mm. i think that yeah that's why i think when you embody the future you've actually future pasted you actually write it in present terms like present tense terms then it's going to make it feel like it's already done yeah and totally. so which means that it makes you feel like you're already there and i think another question here is that you know internally what it does it says you know who do i have to become to feel this way or who do i have to become to get yeah. to where I want to go. What resources yes. do I need to have at that point to achieve that? Because you've actually put yourself in that future pace sense. So well, can I just put a little example in here? Yeah. Because you recommended to me, I'll tell you, a wonderful podcast called Entrepreneur on Fire. Mm. And um, and one of the great things I learned from uh, Richard Lee Dumas, he's got a, he's got a great podcast voice, let's just say that. <laughs> um, but uh, he just said that he, he gets up at 5 o'clock every morning without fail. And uh, but he says, and I feel like I just needed to hear it again, and, and it just came in a timely reminder. He said, "I hate getting up. Like, don't get me wrong. It's not like I bounce out of bed, but I still get up each morning at five o'clock. And I broke my arm eight weeks ago, and I've found it difficult. But it's really just an excuse to get up out of bed and and do my exercise. And uh, I just heard him again. And for the life of me, I don't know how many times I've heard people say that are really kicking butt that they get up." But they don't bounce out of bed. But they, when you said who do you need to become, I know for me personally, 
I just need to be and it's the D word and my wife Sarah really doesn't like it when I use the D word but I really just need to become more self-disciplined when it comes to getting out of bed because there's nothing there's no one out there I know LT no matter how well they eat or how much they meditate or how much they you know have all the incantations and mantras in the world I don't know anyone that really like bounces out of bed in the morning no matter what time they get up. So that for me is something that I know with this drive, I must become more self-disciplined getting up earlier in the morning if I'm going to do things like exercise. And it really is just giving to yourself. For me, getting up early is just about giving to myself when the kids aren't up yet. Um, and I'm sure there's lots of other parents in the same boat too. Well, and, and that leads right into our, our last step, right? Our last step is basically just taking action. You know, write down all the actions you need to do to commit to yourself and basically i call it agreements how do you what kind of agreements do you mean to make to yourself to in order to achieve these goals or drive right mm. because and these aspirations because once you make a, a, an agreement with yourself then basically it's between you and yourself and basically it's your agreement to say and and i think it's really important to make sure that you make the first the, the make the agreements easy for you to accomplish especially the first step anyways you know can if I, you can make a suggestion yeah Go ahead. People listening to this can make this agreement with us and the Facebook world on the Facebook page, Inside Champions Mind Facebook page, under the episode post. Mm, exactly. If you want to, if you want to. I think by, by putting your agreements, you know, to, yeah. to, to, to really to yourself, it makes it, it makes it simple to do it for 30 days, right? Because you yeah. give yourself an out, really. But at the end of the day, do it for 30 days and commit to that. You don't have to commit to like you know a whole year. Just commit to thirty days and, and see how you go. So you're going to climb a mountain in the next you know twelve weeks. It doesn't have to be. I love Robbo's line: "Easy to win, hard to lose." You don't have to try and make this goal some over or you know very difficult um, job to complete. Yeah, it, exactly. And I think you can you can uh, either say, for example, you know, get up thirty at yeah, five o'clock every single day, and if you miss one day, right, you have to start again. Start again. Right, you know, so you're going to commit to 30 days straight for 5 a.m.s and then see how you go. Does and that then, include Saturdays and Sundays? Because I'm seriously considering this. Well, it's up to you, buddy. That's uh, your agreement to yourself. <laughs> so it's up to I'm you. Doing, I'm doing 5 a.m.s Monday to Friday. That's not bad. That's not bad. I think and it's it's important. Days. It's whatever agreement you need to make. That's that's the beautiful yeah. beautiful part about um, your your own ambitions is about what you want to achieve. Like what's right for you is might be totally different for someone else, right? Yeah. And this is what we're getting at is that it doesn't really matter what the agreement is. Is that it's more important that the agreement works for you and that. But it's actually it's hard enough that it moves you and it's scary enough that it scares you, but not so hard that you're not going to do it. Right. Yeah. That's that's the golden rule, I would say. So, listen, yeah. I hope that you got a lot of value out of this podcast. And I, I'm sure that you probably I, I think that you probably go back to this over and over again. Um, and just not just for about the first quarter. You should do this probably in the second quarter and the third quarter and probably at the end of the year to reflect on the year as well. So my 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 goal for you is to help you improve your life. If you felt that this podcast was useful, please send us a message or go to our Facebook page and leave a comment there because I would love to hear from you. We want to make sure that people are getting value out of this. We've been getting a lot of comments. Yeah, um, can I share one, LT? Yeah, please do. 
Please Andrew say. Bell. Andrew Bell, you are a legend. He uh, gave us wonderful feedback on the Fighting Procrastination podcast. He's a chaplain um, in two schools, and he's been using some of the uh, content from that podcast with the uh, students at his school who have been dealing with procrastination. So, Andrew Bell, thank you so much for the feedback. It really did warm my heart to know that the stuff that we're sharing on these podcasts, LT, is having an impact, not just with you know people in our generation, but really, I mean, younger kids coming up. That just really tickled my heart. So, Thanks, Andrew. Wow, Andrew, thank you so much. That actually just moved me again uh, just for the second time listening to that. So that's awesome. I almost forgot about that. So thank you so much. And and thanks for sharing. That's the most important, that you're taking some of these lessons and sharing with other people. Um, that's what we want to do. We want to make a better impact in the world. And uh, if we can create a world with better champions, then, uh, hey, this is going to be a better world and, and uh, the world will be in a safer place for our kids too as well. So go to our Facebook page, doc, uh, facebook.com slash inside the champions mind. Go to our wellness couch um, website and check us out and check out all the other podcasts out. But more importantly, go to subscribe to us on iTunes and uh, give us a five-star rating because uh, we will love to hear more and more people subscribing to Inside the Champion's Mind and listen to us regularly. So this has been Inside the Champion's Mind, a show dedicated to helping you overcome mediocrity in the pursuit of being world-class in anything that you do. This is Dr. Lawrence Tam and Marcus Pierce. See you on the next episode. This has been a production of TheWellnessCouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on Facebook.com forward slash TheWellnessCouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.